Hello and welcome to the UK Air Fryer Review Podcast, the podcast we started when we had no air fryers to review. My name is Sam and joining me tonight are... (laughs) Ninja, sorry, Dan. And Tom, I <laughs> and, and we should Tom. all just, we should all just call ourselves a brand Different of our air fryers. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. don't have an air fryer. So think of an air fryer. Brand. I'm Salter. Uh, I am Brothers. I'd have to double check now. They make might printers, be... don't they? Tom sewing machines. Oh, Tesco's own Joe's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Ninja Garfield. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh. As you've probably guessed by the, the the brief topic that's just come up, um, it is post-Christmas, and as is obviously one of the, the, the trends of the current era, that's an awful way of putting it, but it's air fryers. I think if, if you didn't already have one, you'd probably go on for Christmas going by this this uh, group. Um, it's the, We've got the whole gang together. Yeah, for, for the first time in in Yay. donkeys this year. Yeah, it might it might actually like be. Yeah, <laughs> when I'm on it, ages. Mostly Dan's fault because he's he, he chose a profession Busy. that means he's never around. Busy flying aeroplanes, doing God's work, and feeding Sky the poor. Yeah, and feeding the poor, <laughs> feeding the poor. All right, Jesus, um, in his air fryer. Speaking, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of, to be fair to Sky God, um, you did have a bit, a big one. Sorry, goes to Chris's present just appeared in dance. <laughs> um, uh, you had a big one. Uh, was it last week? What crash? You, uh, no, when, when, it, when it was windy. <laughs> and it took you like two hours to land at, at an airport, wasn't it? Oh, uh, it's just normal. It wasn't windy, it was just normal. <laughs> Isn't I forget just... how to land. <laughs> <laughs> Got very confused. Two um, pages in the book stuck together. Um... <laughs> <laughs> God. What, in the check of the QRH? Um... <laughs> oh. Which page is in? Oh no, my engine's flamed out. Oh shit, the pages are stuck together. Fuck. Um, yeah, so uh, <laughs> so I was trying to so I was flying on Christmas Eve Eve Eve. Yeah, I was flying on the twenty first. I tell the twenty first. I've had I've had a beer. Um, yeah. So you'll have to forgive me. Um, yeah, what should have been a half an hour flight turned into a two and a half hour flight of just going around in circles. But it was very important that we did that flight because it was sort of the last. But one Royal Mail flight, and there hadn't been a flight to the Western Isles in a few days. So, yeah, we had to we had to get the mail in. So that was not fun. It was an experience. Um, I mean, is it the first time you've ever ha- had that happen? Um, to that extent, yes. I've I've been sat in the hole before because of fog or um, high winds and things like that. Um, I've never once had to wait for a runway to dry out so that I could land because in the so in the ATL 72 which is the freighter um for a wet crosswind sorry for a crosswind landing the limit when it's a wet runway is 28 knots and then when it's a dry runway it's 35 knots so we were essentially waiting for it to dry out so that we could go to a higher crosswind limit I mean it is mad 
how strong the wind was just anyway if you had to wait for it to be above 28 degree limit uh, tw- 28 tw- not a limit yeah exactly um so uh, the, the, but the worst of it is is that it wasn't the waiting around it wasn't doing a go around because we did try once and we couldn't get in it's the fact that we didn't have a flaming toilet on board and i was bursting for a piss <laughs> <laughs> two questions get that how long on. how long could you have well two questions asked in as one question, how long could you have continued to hold? For a wee? Or... That's the joke. Um, so we had... Genuine, though. Theoretically, another half an hour. Um, but the the second part of that was probably in the next five minutes. <laughs> I've but I've never seen a captain move so fast across an apron before because I think he Amazing. was probably more desperate than me. I mean, I mean, he might have been blown across by the wind, but yeah, he certainly scurried across at quite the rate of knots. I mean, maybe Logan and I need to add emergency bottles to the we, cockpit. We we have a bog in a bag, like the, the freighters have bogs in bags, which are these little. There, it is a bin bag with what I can best describe as a sanitary towel that sits in the bottom of it. And you wee inside it, and it like expands, and like there's a gel thing, mm. and God help you if you need to do a number two. Oh, you get a little stool with it actually, like a little camping stool. What pre- <laughs> oh, right. prepared? prepared. Yeah. To poo in it, yeah. Dan, Dan could not have told this story more perfectly. <laughs> I, I can't remember. I don't know if Flight Radar Twenty Four themselves actually picked it up, but it was an amazing track on on FR Twenty Four of you just circling. Ooh. We the airport and several go arounds and, and and that so we actually the people who live in the islands of um, North East South East Benbecula actually were actually watching us um, <laughs> and there was a lot of tweets so I, there's meant to be apparently an article that comes out because there was it was picked up by the local newspaper because people were watching waiting for their mail um, to be delivered because it's so rough the ferries haven't been able to go over. And Jeez. we hadn't flown over for quite a few days, so people were desperate for that mail because it had their cards and presents and stuff like that. Mm. So, yeah, it, it, it's the first time that I probably realised how sort of important some of the flights can be, without like yeah, the, tooting my the own word, horn. The word the word hero is overused. But yeah, bigger hero than any marine. Um, so obviously we all got our mail in the end. Everyone got their cards and their presents. Um, so we thought we'd do a little. I mean, this doesn't. Nothing, nothing outrageous, but we thought we'd do a little, uh, little Christmas present roundup because I think we've all, or most of us, have got some sort of aviation-related present or two, um, and it might be nice to chat about that. And and maybe the listeners can compare with what they got. I'm sure some people probably got uh, real treasure troves, but we'll uh, we'll see what what we've gotten. And there, there certainly was certainly in the group chat uh, a very um, common theme. Of, of what seemed to be gifted this year. So let's start with one of those people who was uh, Dan. And why don't you tell us what you got for Christmas? So usually Christmas recently has been a bit thin on the ground with aviation stuff, but this year's been quite good. So um, one of the novelty ones was, of course, um, a Top Gun bottle opener, which is like a dog tag with... Which, yeah, it's just a bottle opener. Yep, that was... I could tell someone who... I'm very, very disappointed. <laughs> someone who absolutely isn't interested in aviation bought me that as a present. Um, <laughs> uh, but the second one, which... Um, I mean, full props to Grace. Um, the uh, 
Props. My, my wife for, for that one. This is the first episode that she's going to listen to because I've named because <laughs> I've named dropped her. <laughs> I should have said it like that. Um, so she bought me the hotly anticipated, I think for a few months now, um, Lego Concord set, which is just, it was the last one I opened and fuck me, is it amazing. It's, it's huge. I've seen it in the Lego store um, at Gatwick, funnily enough, and it is enormous. We were just talking about this earlier. I mean, I don't know where I'm going to put it. It's over a metre long. A gen- it's over a metre long. Yeah. Bonkers. Ge- have you started building it yet? No. So um, the reason I've not built it, built, built it is because I'm, I'm not going to, but I'm moving next year. So until we've moved and got somewhere a bigger place, there's no point me building it. Unless I want to throw it down the stairs and like smash it into a zillion pieces, and then build it again. Um, but for now, it's sat at my in-laws' house. I'll probably get a light kit for it as well. Um, and um, yeah, but it's, I forget how many three thousand pieces, something like that. Yeah, so it looks awesome. Oh, it's brilliant. It's really, really good. I, I was absolutely. You can never be too old for Lego. And I think this is the hundred percent. I think this is the first proper like aviation Lego set that's been through. Oh no, hang on. What was was there a H one seven five Lego kit? H one seven five. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, they don't do in, they don't do military. Do no, they? no. They, they have a policy that they don't do anything military. That's right. Um, but yeah, they've been they've been very much few and far between. So it's it's very cool to see Lego do a, a really an icon set big lego piece so yep that's uh that's my christmas perfect well done grace what do you think the most inconvenient aviation christmas gift is the most inconvenient yeah because i tell you for a, why a my... decommissioned airframe <laughs> 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 yeah. here's, here's a cockpit canopy enjoy i bought you a live ejection seat <laughs> With one, with one of two pins pulled, but we can't remember which one. <laughs> Handle with care. Martin Baker Don't just... drop that off your conveyor belt from your ATRs. Just a week later, there's a, a tweet by Martin Baker. How many lives saved? <laughs> <laughs> and it's just a house in the like, photoshopped or something. Yeah, yeah, that, with a whole the, the, num- the number hasn't gone up. <laughs> it's actually negative three. Yeah, yeah. yeah it goes down one. <laughs> But, but, do you, but do you know what I mean, though? Like, because my my family so you know, none of my family are into aviation at all. I've not come from like my yeah, my dad wasn't in the air force or anything like that. So my family have got no clue, and they know that if they were just to get me a book about Spitfires, I've probably already got it, or it's some um, yeah, one that's probably not worth having. Um, and so I've got to the point where things are so niche now and they used to always get me model sets and I just, uh, the last couple of years I'm just like, guys, I just it, it, it's great, yeah, an Avery Vulcan brilliant, but I'm, A, I've got to have the time to build it and B, I've just got no room anywhere yeah. to put the, the damn thing. things and so I was just like, you know that's kind of an inconvenient gift meant in the nicest way possible obviously you know it's the thought that counts but i just like get models i'm like oh so my brother to spite me got me a balsa wood spitfire Amazing. to make make it yourself <laughs> and he was like well you can chuck it in the fire when you're done i was like Cheers, <laughs> Jess, appreciate that. <laughs> i haven't chucked it in the fire but he was ready for me to reenact like, the end, uh, ending of dunkirk fire. yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
and a balsa wood um, F15 as well, which um, it's just probably going to combust on its own given Boeing's record. <laughs> but there we are. Does it come with a? I've left it in my does, it, does it does it come with a toolkit attached to it? In true Boeing style. Uh, no, but it, it's it's missing some panels. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. Just a tiny little folding stool inside one of the tables. <laughs> little ladder just falls out as you're making it. Um, so it, yeah, but I, yeah, there, there are inconvenient gifts in, yeah. in the nicest way possible. Not like what the fuck is this? But the Lego Concorde sounds like a ball eight just to find. It's not. It's even. It's so heavy that I can't even hang it from the ceiling as well. The yeah. ceiling would probably come down, knowing my luck. Um. Yeah, got to, got to put a, install a shelf or something and put it on there. Yeah, it's quite wide as well, I guess. Um, yeah, it's pretty girthy. Um, but I was, I, I was, I don't know, like put it inside a coffee table maybe or something like that. But then I've got to go and buy a bloody coffee table. Yeah. Um, which is also even bigger. Like you've got even yeah. more of a spatial <laughs> issue. Okay, it's yes, it's square. Got but... some legs now. <laughs> um, what do you get, Sam? Uh, I got, so my dad got for me, and I'm, I'll show you on the camera, but obviously it's no good for the listeners, um, a couple of World War Two. No, all I can see is... Because of my background. Um, that doesn't work. Uh, there we go. A couple of World War II uh, identification sheets, uh, aircraft identification sheets cool. uh, from, I guess, the RAF or something, uh, which you've got in a, a market, which are uh, sort of in a little little card frames. Um and bless him, t- 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 you know, fair play. He said, "Oh, I, I, I looked for something non-obvious. I didn't want to just get you Spitfire or Hurricane or something like that." So he got me one with the Sunderland one and two and the Lockheed P thirty-eight. That's pretty cool. Uh, which is pretty That's cool. Awesome. So put them on a wall somewhere when I move somewhere new. But then the big one, um, I only got a couple of aviation gifts actually. But the the big one was um, from my lovely partner, Cat. Who got me uh, an order for the DCS World Flight Simulator F4 Phantom, which is coming out hopefully in the next few months. Stonks. Very cool. Which uh, unbelievably excited for because obviously it's the most perfect plane ever invented by, by human hands, and we all love the Phantom and it's perfect. And I can't wait to fly that in a flight sim. Uh, and I mean, I, I, I specifically asked it, her to get it for me, but it doesn't diminish the gift in any way, shape, or form. So. Uh, yeah. You definitely didn't sound like you had a gun to your back when you said that. <laughs> Why do you think I've got the background? It hides a lot. <laughs> sounds blurred as team's backgrounds. <laughs> That's it. Nice big smiles. Um, <laughs> Ian? How's your Av Chris? Oh, absolutely shit. <laughs> you got an Avfire, man. You were. <laughs> right. Aviation wise, nothing. Um, I, I mean, uh, usually. Uh, I get something. I I did like that. Uh, I, I would have liked the Lego Concorde. I did drop some hints, but I knew I was pissing in the wind basically because young children and dogs as well. Um, yeah. So um, the the next portal callers mother-in-law who usually does get me something plane related uh, had a couple of garden ornaments last year, which was quite nice. Uh, uh, gave a list of books, one of which I wanted, which one of the dogs had chewed, that really annoyed about, uh, was Finest Hour, which I had when mm, I was at university. Nice. Um, it's like 2000, 2001, which is uh, an account of Back to Britain pilots. Um, really fascinating, really enjoyed that book. And uh, yeah, thanks Delta for having a go at it. So I really wanted that. Uh, and then got absolutely nothing. 
Um, <laughs> Always next to Make matters even worse. Uh, the mother-in-law gone-eyed bat. She said to us, "We're going to have a joint present this year." Whoa, whoa. So we're, we're thinking, "Yeah, great air fryer." I don't unwrapped it. It was a Tassimo machine. Oh. Yeah, it, it's okay. It's all right. It's, okay. it's not an it's air, not fryer. An air fryer. Yeah. Have you had one of these coffees now? Because it sounds like you're wired. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am buzzed off his tits. Yeah. So uh, disappointing for me. However, uh, on the plus side. Uh, by pure fluke, really, Evie had a couple of parties to go to this Christmas. And in one of her party bags, she had the best present ever, which was some absolutely amazing do-it-yourself paper aeroplanes, um, like proper kits. And considering like she's coming up five, uh, and this was like a four-year-old, five-year-old birthday party, like, the, these, the instructions for these, it's like something that a teenager would have. Like the way that you, the, the instructions they give of like folding these things, we've tried a couple of them. One went over the end of the garden, and that's like <laughs> 20 metres away. That, absolutely insane. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm going to take her sort of aviation related gift. Mm, that she count has. it as yours. So, yeah. you've, you've nicked her present, basically. Pretty much, yeah. 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 <laughs> Classy. Oh, but that's, kind of, that's quite sweet, though. Yeah, upload the instructions. That sounds cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to try and uh, you know slowly get her into aviation, much to the annoyance of Laura. Yeah, I'll keep chipping away. Take her to the top of a hill somewhere and just launch him off. What launch her off? That's what fucking. Fuck? <laughs> 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 what what, what better way to get them to aviation <laughs> to, to literally make <laughs> to them, them fly? <laughs> well, well, I, I did I did mean the paper airplanes, but. I suppose secondarily your wife if she's trying to get in the way of you getting you strap, the strap Evie to one of those like Victorian flapping like multi-wing <laughs> machines and film it. It was at nice. Three FPS. She she was so excited to see it. Like we we, we flew the first one and uh, it they do just stay up. I, I'll have to uh, take a photo, put it in the chat or something. But it just stay afloat for ages, and they're not like your, your traditional sort of paper airplane shape. They're all sort of weird and mm, wonderful. Sure. Sort of uh, folds and things, but yeah, she was she was really into it. It was really good. Nice, nice, Dom. I too got nothing. What? Oh. To be fair, family don't usually get me aviation related presents, so you know. And I think for the last couple of years, I've not really got that much presents. It's just there's a bit of money. Go out and buy what you want. Mm. So. Kind of in an aviation way, I'm going to get the Lego Concorde, so the money that they're giving me is going to go towards that. Just got to wait for it to come back in stock. Yeah, I can imagine. Um, yeah, so I didn't receive much. Um, I gave some aviation. My five-year-old nephew is obsessed with aircraft. I don't know where he's got it from. His brother, My brother says he gets it from me. No, he hasn't. I just encourage the <laughs> behaviour. Don't um, do it. Never spoken to him so, before. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, hate just, him. I just enable. <laughs> I'm not responsible. <laughs> Let's see. I bought him a couple of things, but didn't receive anything. My mum says that I'm difficult to buy for in aviation now. But like I was saying about like books and stuff, it, it's difficult for them because they don't know about aircraft. Yeah, so my mum can't tell a Mesher Smith from a milk float. <laughs> um, and so beyond like a book on Spitfires or something, you know, Battle of Britain or something, they haven't really got a clue. Yeah. Um, so that sort of tends to put them off getting a gift. And I don't want to be like, can I please have a book on, I don't know, OH6s, please? 
or something stupid like that. So some found it's like your dad was saying with you know he didn't want to go uh, yeah. with, with anything obvious. Maybe maybe there's a bit of that. Um, there is there is. Yeah. Oh, I got a bottle of Spitfire. I got a bottle of Spitfire. Hey. Which I drank. Well, there we so, go. So, nice. no, I did. I, yeah. Good uh, good haul. Other than the people who didn't get anything, yeah. I guess. Half of you <laughs> suck. Especially Beautiful. Ian's mother-in-law, apparently. <laughs> when when does that Lego Concorde come back into stock, Um I think, to be fair, I think the website allows you to back order it now, and they're saying that estimated delivery is 9th of January. Well, not too long. That's not too, that's too, bad. Not too bad. Yeah, that's not too bad at all. I, I guarantee as well, because um, I think, obviously, Lego released it at the perfect time to, so that you could get it before Christmas. I, I guarantee you probably wouldn't have much of a backlog um, to get it. Um, or what you could do, um, instead of waiting it to come in online, is you could just go to Denmark and get it yourself. Which um, you could do when the Danish air show takes place next year. Ah, oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. I, 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 want, I, I, did, I did think you were just going to drop that one completely, actually. <laughs> <laughs> just go to fucking village anyway so <laughs> I need to go and do a nervous poo now oh. we did that though didn't we you, you Sam and I we, we went to Legoland we, we went did to so good. Air show in First, 2016 uh... and we, we, we were like should we, go, should we go and try and catch some arrivals no, for Lego. Lego yeah man and it was the best place ever. Oh, they! I mean, they—they they, oh, it's so fucking good. sick. How many times did we go on that one oh, ride? Too That's many. A lot. Enough. Um, it was sick, and they had a Lego Concorde there, didn't they? Ooh. In fact, they had a whole little Lego airport, which had all these, like I think, to scale um, aircraft, all really well done. It was very, very cool. Yeah, oh, yeah it had it had like like Lufthansa Lego planes mm. taking off and then mm. going behind like a curtain and then something else landed. Yeah, that yeah. was top, so. really, really cool. Um. So, uh, Danish air show news. <laughs> yes, I forgot. What I mean, that, that's that's the seg- that's that's the segue. Um, <laughs> Lego. There's the I- Ian. You've got a lot of work to do. Ah, oh, these gaps to fill. <laughs> um, not not our best segue. Uh, yeah. So we, we've there's obviously a bit of a. Well, oh, fuck you. <laughs> So the the Danish air show news was um so we're we're going into a bit of the air show discussion. We we've done the presence, we're going into air show news and, and discussion now, so you know you can you can turn off. Turn off. Turn off. Yeah. Thanks for coming. When do we um, hit the air fryers? <laughs> <laughs> um air air flugen, as they call them in uh uh Denmark. Um Yeah, edit that one out. Uh, <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> Flugfryer. Um Flugfryer. <laughs> Flug, Flugzug is the noise the air fryer makes. Um oh. Yeah, but, uh, Danish Air Show news. I mean, uh, among other things, uh Danish Air Show, which is was meant to be taking place at Squidstrup next year in their cycle of uh, three bases. Uh they go through the different bases, um uh, they do their shows every couple of years, although it's been a uh, um it was at so it was at Carrop last year, which Tom and I and others went to. But uh, they announced, I think this year, that next year's 2024's one is going to be at Aalborg. So they're skipping the fighter base, which is Skidstrup, for security reasons, which makes sense because of, of the war and all that sort of stuff going on now. 
Um, and they made some announcements this last week, which have been fairly mega, um, and sort of come out of the blocks at full tilt. First one being a bit of a German um, bonanza, first word that I could actually think of, uh, which was, I think, an Orion, a Tornado, and... P3? Something else? P3? Seeking. I said Orion. Well, it was it was it was a, a, a Orion tornado and I think something else on static, and then a, oh, a, and then German Navy Seeking demo, which is very cool, fact, awesome. I mean, really really cool. And then I think like a couple of days later or the next day they announced Lithuania were sending, as well as their uh, very familiar C twenty seven Spartan, we're going to send a hip Mi eight to uh, to the show. So two really quite brilliant participation announcements already, um, and certainly puts it on the calendar. I don't think any of us will actually be going to the show unless they come out with something else, particularly mega maybe. Mm. I mean, it's it's they've certainly put themselves on the calendar again, as they seem they to every do. year. I hate it. Every year they've got something. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, I've done I've done the Danish air show. We'll go somewhere yeah. else, and then they're like, oh hey, we've got this, and you're like, oh, for fuck's sake. And it's so easy to go. To, well, it, it it it's so worth going to i think anyway because they're incredible hosts and the spotters days are always really good and everyone in denmark is like the friendliest person you'll ever meet in your whole life it's and a fantastic country expensive yeah. but like just an incredible place to go and actually in alborg i'll say this one of the best uh meat restaurants i've ever been to in my life so if that doesn't tempt you as well uh but yeah so that's that's um a little bit of overseas participation news that was fairly noteworthy just from being ridiculously awesome but um i've drawn a complete mind blank there because i was going to say something else the um the german navy have i think they've already declined react again they have as yeah well. so and given really? the, the danish air show oh. yeah yeah I, I think it quietly slipped in when they announced the canadian hornet um update and everyone was like oh lol uh, german navy cancelled twice in a row someone's pissed off the uh, marina flieger um Worth noting about the Danish Air Show as well for British enthusiasts is is that um, it takes place on the same weekend as the RAF Cosford Air Show next year. Whereas mm. in 2022 it didn't, and then 2018 I don't think it did. 2016 it did. Yeah, it, it sometimes conflicts, sometimes doesn't. Next year is a year where it conflicts. Also, the Motril Air Show in Spain is conflicting with the RAF Cosford Air Show. So not only have Cosford got to compete with their apparent change in policy hmm. um they've also got two massive well i say massive medium to big hitters on the european <laughs> circuit to contend with yeah um, and i suspect we know where all the fast jets and display teams and everything I, else yeah, be going. believe that yeah yep well we'll see what comes out in the wash i guess i mean who knows maybe they'll somehow pull out the bag yep yeah i know I, you're, yeah the, the gesture that tom just did <laughs> <laughs> Which was, mm, will they? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe not. Um, has there been any other participation for or anything else major? I don't think so. Uh, Just oh, thought of it. Oh, oh. Uh, I, I was going to say um, there was a. I can't remember. It. I can't remember if we spoke about this on the last podcast or not. I don't think we did, but it was to do with the. D-Day Squadron. Um, sort of. We, did we talk about it? We've touched on them before, but I think they 
something new came out? Yeah, so they, they, they produced sort of like a timeline of where they expect to be on their tour for the D-Day anniversary. Um, mm. And also a list of which aircraft at the moment are meant to be taking part. Um, essentially, it's a lot of the aircraft that were here last time in 2019. Um, but they, there's a really weird one which suggests that they that they they want to attend Riyadh, but then there's Oshkosh the week afterwards. So I don't know what capacity we'll see anything. There's no old warden on the list. I I, I think I think the Riyadh stuff is going to be the UK the European bits element, and then the Oshkosh one, your Europeans. I mean, if it's, if it's more stuff from the continent as well, that'd be you know very mm. good. I wouldn't, you know, it's not surprising necessarily that there'll be, no. a, I guess, a C forty seven or Dakota presence at Riyadh if it's the anniversary. But um, you know, it'd be nice to see. But then I assume it's just the American stuff will go to Oshkosh and the European slash UK stuff will go to yeah. uh, to Riyadh. It's it's funny because that schedule says you know blah 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 all through June, you know, usual fare that you might expect, and then I think it says something like I, I don't have it in front of me, something like at the end of June. 25th 26th whatever 29th whatever the date is um all operators go home and then it says like you know mid react and then like yeah and then and then the week after oshkosh and so it's like what, what the fuck so yeah it's are, are they splitting are they doing like a small event at react or the mm. oshkosh or what's going on i mean you know perhaps there'd be another suitable event in july had to had that not cancelled. So I guess mm. maybe React's the only sort of mainstream audience uh, show that they can do outside of the June show. Period. Well, what? Well, oh, I think he's just stolen it. Go on. Of course he's just stolen it, Bastard. Dan. What cancelled, Tom? I don't know. Dan, tell me. So it would be perfect oh, if there was a show in July like Flying Legends. <laughs> <laughs> but oh no. Um, so... Yeah, joking apart, um, obviously it was announced that uh, just before Christmas, I, I, I sort of jokingly, not jokingly spoke about it on the last episode about there being no date for Flying Legends next year. And the org- yeah, the organisers have listened and gone, well, do you know what? We're just not going to have a date at all because there is no Flying Legends for next year again, which is, a, I'm really disappointed actually. Um, because I think I think it worked. I I didn't go to Church Venton um, this year. I think it worked. I think you know from a photography point of view, it was really really good. But certainly better than Duxford, I'd I'd argue, with its sort of curved display line. Um, mm. I think a few things put pay to it. Um, obviously being the same weekend as Ria, I don't think the weather was fabulous. Um, but yeah, it's just. <laughs> It's just, it's. I don't think that again. They didn't cite a reason as to why it wasn't happening. All they've sort of I said. Think, oh, I, oh, sorry, go on. I was, I was, I was just going to say. I think that's the most annoying thing is that they there's haven't no reason really given a reason no, for it. They've just, they've just come out and said we're, we're cancelling it again. And it's like after the weird shambles of announcing it so late this year, mm. and then it turning out. It, I think they were, they were shafted by the weather but it turned out to be all right in the end I yeah think. it was like, okay successful yeah. but then why and th- and that's the frustrating thing that's the really frustrating mm. thing i mean 
I, I don't know whether it's clashed with another show, if it's got too expensive. I mean, so they put, say, you know, they thank Church Fenton for, you know, putting on a really good show this year and they're looking to do something for, they're optimistic for 2025. But it all just seems really stunted. And I I don't really know of any other show that's been, I know they obviously took a battering when COVID happened in, in the sense that it just didn't happen. But it seems very sort of stop-start. And I don't, I don't know how much of a part to play the fighter collection having it. Cause it's obviously sort of their show. Um, I, f- I don't know. It's just, it's very strange. It's a shame as well, because uh, it's gone from being this brilliant show to just sort of, it's just, it's just disappeared. Like without, yeah. without any sort of no or anything like that. It's, it's, it's strange. They really need to find their feet. Yeah. They really need to find their feet with it, mm. and it feels like they're just stumbling in doing so. Which, uh, you know, we said it before. Yeah. Um, they could, um, you know, they're, they're still doing better job than say Yeovilton or you know some yeah. of the shows that have been lost um, over the recent years. But that's quite a low bar, and just by doing better than a show that doesn't exist anymore, you might as well just <laughs> be saying better than nothing. And at the moment, it is nothing. So are they really better than nothing? You know, it's difficult. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's like you say, when there's no reason, it's the same with any air show, you know, if something happens that affects you that's quite, that's this big for no reason to be given. Um, I mean, that's in their gift. It's, if they don't want to give a reason, they don't have to give a reason. They don't owe us anything. Uh, and they've certainly not sold us any tickets this year. But they, you know, they have to accept that that's going to lead to frustration. And that's not anyone's fault if they're a bit frustrated with the lack of the lack of reason. Um, and normally when it's no reason you know you don't want to I don't want to sort of add gossip to it but normally when there's no reason it's because it's something that's a little bit sensitive that people don't want to mm. discuss uh, and they perhaps don't want to air any dirty laundry so whether that's the organisation of the show whether that's Warbird attendance whether that's the venue whether that's it could be yep. anything you just don't know but it's a bit frustrating and also why did it take so long to cancel if that's the case why didn't they just bin it off after last year you well, know, this, once they've done the accounts? this is what I was sort yeah. of half wondering is it a case of they were they've been desperately trying to do something to try and get a date and it's just they, you know they've got to the I don't know, 11th hour they've run out of options and just gone oh, do you know what we'll just can it or they've always had it. It's hard to know. We don't know because we've not spoken to the organisers and they've not said anything. But it does just make you wonder a little bit. Um, I think there might be an element of I think with this year or twenty twenty three, they might have got a bit lucky with actually holding it because didn't at Church Fenton they piggy there was an an event the week before, which they piggybacked off that infrastructure. Yeah. Rather than packing everything mm. away and buying it all you know getting all that back out again you know so maybe there's an element of that wasn't happening but then it shouldn't be i mean you you could very well be right but i just i it shouldn't surely shouldn't be the case that that they couldn't get an event set up for their own purposes for a major you know a major air Mm. show it is entirely possible that you're right that that's the only way they could do it this year but that's obviously that's a ridiculous situation i mean that's completely untenable and they've also made money from this year. You know, they've built their coffers up a little bit by by holding a show. Yeah. I mean, that's that's what makes money. Unless that unless that was a loss making show, mm. um, and, and, and it might well have been given that it clashed with literally the the one other big one in the calendar. Yeah. 
um but unless it was a loss making show you know they've got they you would have thought they'd have fuller coffers now than they did coming out of the pandemic but who knows Mm. but there is fortunately another warbird show that has been announced oh shit yeah someone talk about that (laughs) I had the tablet ready. I was trying to think of a Sywell pun, and I just couldn't think of well, all Sywell that ends well. Just... Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. This is, this is why I didn't say I'm going to have to. Sorry. That's well, this, that's, and then my. I'm going to have to get another beer now. Oh, good. There goes Mr. Yeah, show. There goes Mr. Piss. Sywell. Yes. Sywell Aerodrome <laughs> and Ultimate. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? <laughs> That was uh, Muppets Christmas Carol. <laughs> well, it was no, it wasn't. My rendition of it. <laughs> yeah. Sywell. Sywell, 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 Sywell Aerodrome. Sywell um, Aerodrome and Ultimate Warbird Flights are excited to announce an event that will take place over the weekend of the 22nd and 23rd of June 2024 at, in Northamptonshire. Um, Sywell's quite a nice venue, um, mm. and it's I, I've been there before, and I went just in 2021. It was like just after all the lockdowns finished. And I, I was near there for the the G eight summit, you know, all the um, presidential mm. stuff that's going on around London, and I called in there um, when Peter Teichman took in his Russian Spitfire, and it was like the first time it had been out in the public um, post pandemic, and that was cool. Me had little bombs on it. Um, it's a really nice little venue, um, and it's Sywell's obviously the host of, of Richard Grayson's, I guess, early mm. single or what it what it was, Ultimate Warbird Flights. Now that's a decent stable of warbirds. Um, probably the best outside of ducks. Well, I suppose Biggin Hill. Yeah, do you want to ignore that? It's a decent <laughs> stable of warbirds in the country. It's easily accessible, um, and it's not a bad venue. Depending on where they stick the crowd. Yeah, yeah. And if, so I well have had like rallies and you know events before, um, so it's not something that's brand new. But this sounds the way it's worded sounds like it's a it's a big step mm. up from what they've previously done. So it'll be really interesting to see how that works, and. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's you know it's, it's a decent little event. I think it's on an on unconflicted weekend. Mm-hmm. I think it's avoiding the Shuttleworths and the Cosfords and everything else. See, it can be done. Um, so yeah, it looks like a really decent <laughs> warbird show. Relatively okay photographic conditions in the middle of the country with decent yep. access. What's what's not to like? Yeah, It'd be a good one to go to. I mean, it's it's Sywell's a lovely little aerodrome anyway. Yeah, I mean if you, you can go on an off day, I seem to recall it's a very good cafe there. As yeah, well. there is good cafe. <laughs> really, really yeah. good. Yeah, I mean, we went. I, I went there for. Um, I went with Dan for the uh, GA. Was it? Wait, what was it? It was the LAA rally. Yeah, um, so it's it's perfectly capable of holding big events, and it's got the infrastructure for it. And mm. you know, let's let's hope it's. Uh, yeah. it's it, it, it goes. Let's my, hope it goes ahead. I guess. And my brother's my, my brother lives there, so I guess he's smashing oh. that spare room over the weekend nice um the you can't they've also yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he'd hate kick your brother out for the weekend oh, yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> airbnb um, that shit airbnb. um and you know but it's, it's a tiny little aerodrome um ultimate warrior flights i mean so i mean think of the participants they've got the oh, so contrary mary has gone yeah no contrary but, mary P-51. but yeah that's disappeared to the usa mm. to to the US, and that's been in the UK since what mid two thousands. It came over as Miss Velma, and it was Miss Velma for a, for a while yeah. until mm. until that accident in 
gosh knows when 2017 was it 2018 it, yeah it, it's, um, Legends, it had it? a belly belly up landing at Duxford and um, it was perfectly there's a really really interesting YouTube video where the part I think yeah, yeah the great part, video really great it video. Talk, talks you through like what how it all happens and it would have been perfect but for you know like a big lump of concrete the pilot couldn't see because it was in a cornfield and that took the wing off and then inside of what 18 months it was flying again as contrary mm. mary um now that's gone but to replace it there's the australia i'm not such a great warbird person so i don't know the australian marked mustang yeah there's a right. there's a royal australian air force one but that's due to be repainted into what we don't know can't wait for that to be brush metal silver USAAF. Yeah, markets. I, I genuinely, I honestly, I will be so disappointed if that's what it turns out to be. I mean, you've got something so interesting yep. and unique, and the markings. But I know. Anyway, well, you're sort of getting sort of counting my chickens before they hatch there, I guess. But um, we, we, it would be such a shame. Eggs. And yeah. it's, it, isn't it a, t- a two seater? TF. Oh, uh, well, yeah. then they're going to paint it. So, so, so it's, it's a business. It's a business machine. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. It's a not. Yeah, but even so, it's, it's it, yeah. frustrating when you get something that's tells any different story to everything else that's already out there. But that's not what people are interested. But just in. think. I mean, we're talking about the new stuff. Think about all the other stuff that they've got. I mean, they've got an, they've got oodles of bouchons. Um, they've got the Tempest mm-hmm. too. Oh my god! Yeah. I can't wait yeah. to see that. Can't can't wait for that to have its. Oh my and god. if if they get it right, as you say, Tom, with the layout, and you know, you get the tempest in that silver scheme and nice golden light. Oh yes, please. Fantastic. In formation with their fury. Oh yeah. Oh. Stop oh. it, Dom. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah. So that's a decent stable of warbirds, and that's to say nothing of potential Busy. guests. Yeah. I mean, the, you know, the, I mean. Duxford have got it locked down. Cosby um, get in there a little bit, but you know, a nice a nice Warbird show usually does pretty well, and and Shuttleworth as well. But Shuttleworth has obviously its home fleet. But yeah, um, you know, so a nice Warbird show with plenty of guests and stuff, and it could. Um, and given how much Richard Grace has supported mm. other shows um, in the UK, other Warbird shows in the UK over the years, you'd hope that there's some there's some goodwill sent back that way. Um, and it's an it's a new air. Well, I say new. It's a separate. It's an expansion. It's a it's a newish yeah. event. Yeah. And and those are so few and far between. We were speaking about how great it was for Midlands Air Festival. Well, here's another one, and it's worth supporting. Yeah. I think. Absolute. Absolutely. Just trying to think. I mean, you you've got quite a lot of. There's been, I think there's been a few new warbirds appeared in Europe in general. This. Well, this I mean, there's even. Even just for something that looks fresh, like um, there was the Spitfire Mark Feck 16? No. The Spitfire Mark Feck? <laughs> you mean the Irish Germans? <laughs> oh, on, very man. good. That, um, that is good, to be fair. Hang on, I'll tell you which one it is now. It's the um, Mark... Is that the one the they Mark, teased recently? Yeah, the Mark 19 MV293, um, which was in the paint scheme of, was it Johnny Johnson? Um, mm-hmm. and that's now in the I can't remember which one it's got the big Z on the side mm-hmm. <laughs> oh no they've, they've teased another one at a Mark 12 they've oh yes that's Mark right oh, well. have they oh uh, do you know what I've completely I think Tom has said this I can't remember if it was on here or 
in the group chat. I have completely lost track of what Spitfire's aware now. I don't know what's new. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was just, I was just about to say I've completely lost. I was there was a time when I was really, yep. like shit hot on UK Warbirds. And I knew but there's, exactly... but there's so many of them now anyway that you, it's yeah. difficult to keep track. That's why back when it was a handful, you, you you knew what was going on. But now they're just, you know, it's like even with even the hurricanes, they're just churning them out, aren't yep. they? You sort of. And do you know there's kind of a joy in that not sort of it's you know i like a spitfire turns up and you're like oh shit whose colors where's that from yeah. instead of oh that's the big machine it's yeah, been yeah, five yeah. Years. it came over from belgium or whatever um so um yeah but i've completely lost track i've got no idea but it sounds like a great event and it's um it's worth supporting and it's a relatively north face i think it's northwest so yeah um a bit iffy in the afternoon but certainly manageable uh so yeah great just hope they hope they have uh, all the luck that they need. Yep. The the devil is in the details. And speaking of devils, oh this Belgian Red Devils final season twenty twenty four. That w- didn't work Five, because four, the devils in the details wasn't a, any way irrelevant. I know. It's just yeah, shut sh- up. I did. Uh, like, shut I'm up, Sam. <laughs> Ian, edit this entire podcast out. Let's start again, please. <laughs> this this um, this podcast could just be our blooper reel for the year. <laughs> Where is our where is our blooper reels? Fucked. Here's here's a secret for all our listeners. They're all blooper reels. Yeah. That's my secret captain. <laughs> um yeah, sorry, we I sort of completely shattled over your, your little piece there, but you're absolutely right. I am. It, I'm not gonna say any more. No. <laughs> uh, the, the the Belgian I just, I've forgotten what the announcement was actually. What did they say? With, well, I, I mean, they literally. So the, this is the Belgian Air Force slash component, whatever they want to call themselves these days. Um, Red Devils display team, the SF two sixties. Um, they literally just said the next year is the next, their last season ever before going. Yeah, it's a shame. Yeah. I, I mean, SF two sixty. You know, I remember when they attended. Was it React twenty eleven? I don't hold me to that. It was more than ten years ago. But I remember when they attended a React, and everyone just dumped on them they're like oh you know it's a toilet break fall asleep whatever there's never been a flying sf260 to my knowledge at react since then and yep. you know and and they don't look half bad in their scheme and yeah yep. okay fine it's a formation you know prop team of what four count them but i've never seen them at any other show i've never taken a photo of them because i know i know I they went i think the only time other time <laughs> i saw i would have seen them probably at that whatever react they went to and the only other time was at yeovilton um, and I have no real memory of the display whatsoever, and I probably certainly didn't appreciate them as much at the time as I would now. Um, but it's a shame. It's a team that's disappearing from the um, from Europe from the scene. Mm. Um, yes, another display act. Not that it's a, a common one in the UK. Yes, another display act that's disappearing among many others that are disappearing as fleets become modern and boring, and that SF two sixties don't really have a re- placement lined up although i don't think they're going i was, no, I was gonna say are they soon. retiring soonish or um but they probably won't probably as a team won't re would be, i'd be surprised if they reform in anything in the future maybe we'll see on, on what i doubt well exactly super cubs f-35s <laughs> hmm? f-35s well, that's all they'll fucking well, be yeah. Yeah, well. <laughs> um the first Belgian F thirty five entered um, final production recently, and no, uh, was rolled out. It was rolled it out. Came out yeah. of. They final had a production. big ceremony for it and everything. Didn't it was. They? It, was just it like, wasn't. Okay. Con- it wasn't conceived. It was born, and um, it has seems to have full color markings. 
so that's Belgium and Denmark. Yeah, but that's it might eat just be a temporary thing until they enter service and then Don't kill my dream. I I well, I will stamp all over you. I will curb stomp your dream if I have to. Do you know who did curb stomp a dream of mine for full colour markings on F thirty fives? Was um who's the is it six oh no two oh seven squadron? Oh, uh, eight oh nine. Eight oh nine. Two oh seven. Six oh seven. What the fuck am I talking about? I haven't even had a. Oh yeah, I have. Um, eight oh nine naval air squadron, the first naval air squadron. Uh, air, uh, you know, British air naval F thirty five. I am done. I'm done with this podcast. <laughs> 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 They announced uh, in in some Stanley Kubrick ass looking hangar, like the most clean thing you've ever seen. Honestly, yeah, it was, it's wasn't like it? look at the pictures; it's proper like Space Odyssey 1999. Anyway, I'm really not doing well. I'm really struggling. Someone bail me out here. You're about they announced six it, and deep, there was so. there was for the briefest of moments there was what looked like a really cool um, squadron emblem uh, on the tail in full color, and then it was revealed to be a sticker because, of course, that's how unserious we are as a country. Yep. I a colleague of mine at work um was went up to cover it and he before he went up he was saying, "Oh, it's a, a rumors of that it's going to be full color markings and everyone's very excited." And then he got there and was, "Oh, it's a sticker." <laughs> not wrong. It was a full yeah, color marking. It was it was a big sticker on the tail, wasn't even put on straight. <laughs> So are the lightnings on the British F-35 tail because of lightning or because of so far 617? Because I thought the lightning bolt was a 617. That's what I thought. It has lightning bolts coming off the Yikestan badge. The yikes. <laughs> the yikes. Um, <laughs> I suppose it remains to be seen, or whether it's just because of there'll be lightning task force or whatever it is. Yeah, it's, yeah joy force lightning. No, it's joy, joy force, force harrier, wasn't it? So it'd be it's like lightning force or something. Lightning force. Oh, that yeah. sounds awful. Yeah, it does. Oh. It's close. Um, it remains to be seen. Uh, I think, yeah, who knows? Who cares? <laughs> yeah. Who cares? If I'm perfectly honest. Well, a bit, Danish F-35s, you know, wheeling back to the Danish air show, which is, yeah, they say security, which is why they can't, um, because of the war and everything else, why they're not holding the yeah. um, event at Skidstrip. Um it's weird how everyone's weirdly security conscious of the F-35s, but also not at the same mm. time. I mean, if, if you know, if Belgium lets someone up close to an F-35, some ne'er-do-well who's going to get any meaningful material from it, then they're all fucked, right? So it yeah. doesn't matter yeah. what, yeah. you know, oh, we're not going to host our air show at Skidstrip. But it doesn't matter because, you know, uh, the Dutch ones have just turned up to Riyadh and someone's just been looking all around the back of them or whatever. I don't, you know, think, just... I don't think it's... I don't think it's because of the F-35. I think it's... Is it? Unless they said that specifically. I thought it was just because of the war in Ukraine and they're on higher alert because the fighters need to be... I don't know. I, I, be, could be, I could be putting two in. I don't think they want the disruption five. to the fighter force and the QRA stuff. Gross. I thought... But they have full colour roundels. So if the Danes yeah, can do it... I mean, it'd be a, I mean, it's a fucking circus because they've only got a two-colour roundel. Um, a bit like ours. How if you had a low visibility Danish Air Force roundel, not the fin flash, but the actual roundel, and and a, a UK, I say UK MOD because it's RAF and Royal Navy, could you tell them apart if they're both? Right, you need to check the diameter of the inner circle. Yeah. <laughs> Just hold on. Stuff Let me like get. So where's my vernier caliper? Or the it's different. F- fuck your, different fuck your aerial wing, wing waggles. Let me get, let me like get my little tape measure out and press it up against oh. the side of my circoid canopy. <laughs> Just so stupid. I mean, we've have we have we had a rant about color roundels? Maybe we do it another time. I think we have, but there's no reason we can't have another one. 
I think that's probably a very good point to wrap everything up. Um, really put, be Ian's going to have a... Put us all and the listeners out of our misery. <laughs> um, Happy New Year's Eve, Ian. Unless, yeah, unless there was anything else pressing air show news. Um, we didn't really talk that much about the Flying Legends. I mean, other than just saying it's stupid that they didn't give a reason. I mean, it's it's a big loss. But just to add one more thing before we wrap up... Uh, the thing, the German thing that I couldn't remember for the Danish air show was CH fifty three. So big, massive stonks, oh. he- an- another big, massive stonks helicopter. All it so... will do is just hover taxi, and then it will fuck off at the other end of the runway. Oh wait, no, they'll probably no, no, they will probably do a really good departure at Alp- at-, at Denmark because the Danish let them do those really cool departures, yeah. and React don't because the React ATC. And the REAT rules and all the insurance and all of that bureaucracy that they... It's all really boring and dull and don't let anyone have any fun. Um, What's really good, though, is that the Danish don't fucking let you on their airbase on departures, though, so... Well, yeah, so so that's that's what happened last year. Well, last year, um, Gordon and I asked if we could go on on the fair for departure state, but they said because everything was still on high alert, as soon as the air show was over, they went back on high alert. Ooh. Go, Go figure. Um, and so they couldn't have anyone in the airfield, even though they just had about 150,000 people on the airfield mm. the day before. They couldn't oh let gosh, anyone on no. for, for departures. They couldn't let two people on for departures with a military escort. Um, but they have done that before. In 2018, when Aaron and I went, um, they let us on to shoot the, the Starfighter departing, but also we got a whole bunch of other stuff. Case in point, I'm saying about they let them do exciting departures. Obviously, that was six years ago fucking hell um german transal just t- took off came around and just did a massive top side over the base so they do let them do stuff but we'll see nice. we'll see um yeah i'd do a massive top side for yourself in an atl but it'd probably crash I, 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 we need to work out where, where, if there's any spot on any of your routes where you, you end up doing a hooning topside. <laughs> Mac loop. Like the, like that, like yeah. that KC135 that did the loop at 2,000 feet a couple of weeks ago. And is, and is doing it oh. more routinely now. There's, um, there's, there's thrill in, in, in working it out, Dan. So if, if you're like, oh, well, you know, we have to turn left out of this airport to avoid X, Y, and Z. So they were telling Nick and I on Kamatsu, we were like, how do we get topside to do aggressors? And they were like, well, we have to turn left. <laughs> and we were like, right. And no, left. Half a day driving around. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's so, joke, uh, oh. They didn't get it. I'm sorry. Yeah. And on that note, <laughs> it's tough. again, 10 minutes ago. That's, been, was, that's yeah. been another episode of the UK Air Show slash Fryer Review <laughs> podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for listening. <laughs> Um, we're on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at UK Airshow Review and all three we have a website where you can read all of our reviews and feature reports uh, which is airshows.co.uk and then we have forums where we can discuss all of the aforementioned reviews and feature reports as well as uh, thriving photo report uh, threads, general aviation waffle threads uh, and everything in between which is forums.airshows.co.uk come and join, come and join the discussion uh, we won't ban you, we promise. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening, and 
see you for another episode and have a happy new yeah. year. By the time this comes out, it's probably going to be 2024. Hopefully the world won't have ended and we'll all actually have something to look forward to next year. Won't be another pandemic. I'm saying it now, there won't be another pandemic. <laughs> see you next year. Have a happy new year. Goodbye. <laughs>